0: Hello, it's your host, Kat Walsh, and you're listening to another episode of Trip On This. This podcast is for mature audiences and is not suitable for young children. Trip On This is intended for entertainment purposes only, and we do not condone the use of illegal substances. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Trip On This. My next guest is Becca Alves. She is the founder of a digital agency called Drishti and is also a travel and lifestyle content creator. This episode is short, it's snackable, and it's perfect, especially for those that are new to their psychedelic journey. Becca is open about the fact that she runs a little nervous, especially around big events, i.e., a psychedelic experience. And so, it's a great episode for those that may feel this a similar sentiment to their own psychedelic journeys and how she navigated that for herself. We have some laughs on this episode, but she also gets into some really interesting topics like when she had tripped with her boyfriend and how she realized how their communication was strengthened after their first psychedelic trip together. So a lot of good stuff in this episode. Again, it's short and sweet, but perfect for those especially that are new to their psychedelic journey. Couple things before we begin. If you're not following me on socials, please do so. At trip on this underscore pod. Again, that's at trip on this underscore pod for Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and backslash trip on this pod for Facebook. If you are enjoying this podcast and you want to help support me, there are donation links in the copy of this episode. And of course, if you are liking it, please share it, subscribe, rate it send it to your friends and family. It is all super helpful for me. And with that, please enjoy my next episode with Becca Alves. Welcome back everyone to another episode of Trip on This. My next guest is Becca Alves. She's a photographer, a content creator, and a founder of a digital agency. I am super excited to speak with her today. Becca, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. So, all right, before we get into psychedelics and the colorful details, I'd love to just know a little bit more about you. Where are you from? When did you come to LA?
1: Yeah, so I grew up in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Okay. Um, And I lived there um, for the first 15 years of my life. Then I moved to Massachusetts, was there for about 13 years, so all through high school and college. And then I've been in L.A. for about five
0: years now. Wow. So you went from, like, the weather in Brazil and then you went to Boston? Yep. How was that? Horrible. Oh, my (laughs) God. Did you
1: ever adjust? No. No. (laughs) <laughs> no it was awful and um and i went to to college in the financial district which has the really tall buildings yeah and they kind of mask the weather a little bit but yeah. once you turn a corner and the wind just like slaps you in the face it's fucking awful yeah I never adjusted no
0: yeah it's funny i actually um almost well okay almost yeah i would like to believe i almost went to Boston college i wanted to go to Boston college. <laughs> at one point and I thought like I had a really good chance but I want I needed to I played softball growing up so I was getting offers from other colleges and I was like really wanting to go to Boston College so bad. long story short, I'm so thrilled I'm a villain of a wildcat but once my friend who went to Boston University told me about the weather I was like girl. <laughs> You think Philly is cold? Like, trust me. And I was like, okay, maybe this is a good... Yeah, good. it's
1: terrible. And and there's, like, maybe two months of summer. But the summer there is not great either because it's so humid. And yeah. the beaches, you've got to go to, like, Cape Cod or somewhere. Mm-hmm. It, you, you can't just, like, take a 30-minute drive and get to the beach. So it's got to be, like, a whole day. It's just not fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> do you speak Portuguese? I do. Okay. <laughs> I love that language. Love it. And I just recently... Actually... I've had like three or four people. I feel like I've been exposed randomly to Portuguese. There's not a lot of, you don't hear that out here a lot right. in LA, but I think it's one of the most beautiful languages. Really? Like yes. Brazilian Portuguese? I think so.
1: I hear a lot that it sounds like gibberish.
0: No, I like it. <laughs> I I dated a couple of Brazilian guys actually, and I really, it's almost, it was like a mix between... I don't know, like an Italian and Spanish to me. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, a beautiful. Uh, Where were they from? Maybe, it's, maybe it was the conviction and they were hot. So <laughs> that could have been, <laughs> it ax- could have all been a part of it. I don't know. That sounds about right. The
1: accents are also very different depending on state. So I'm from Rio and we have one of the thickest oh, really? accents that everyone from other states in Brazil recognize immediately.
0: Got it. That's so. of course. Like I, I mm-hmm. didn't even leave it to me to not even think. Of course, there's going to be different accents yep. in the same way that there's different accents here in the states. Yeah. When did you come out to LA? Twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen.
1: Yeah. yeah Two thousand fourteen. Well, what
0: brought you out here? Uh, the weather. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once you had an opportunity, you're like, yeah, I'm gonna ditch the cold. Yeah. I had been. I mean, ever since
1: I moved to Massachusetts, I was like dreaming of just moving somewhere warmer. Obviously, at the time, I was like in high school, and yeah. can't just. As as a 15-year-old, you can't just move across the country unfortunately. Yeah, probably um, shouldn't at least. So, <laughs> so um, once I was able to, I just got the hell out of there. Nice. I mean, Boston's beautiful. Yeah. I don't want I don't want to offend anyone here by saying I wanted to get the hell out, but the weather was just not for me. Yeah.
0: I mean, coming from coming from such a warm climate and going to yeah. it just had to be shocking. Yeah. And just and, and and just culturally, just at a young age. It's just a different it's just shocking. No matter where you go, especially in the states, yeah. like it's it's a big change. Definitely. Well, welcome to LA. I'm Thank glad you. to be having you here. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> All right. So let's jump into psychedelics. So tell me, when did your psychedelic journey begin? So I think the first, it started with mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And it
1: wasn't even just like Actual mushrooms. It was mushroom chocolates. Which yeah, I guess have actual mushrooms in them. But, they sure do. But, um, <laughs> I think I knew this when I first ate them, but yeah, I was in Joshua Tree and I got some of the chocolate from one of my friends, and I was with with my boyfriend and one other couple, and we were just hanging out. And I was like, I've wanted to try them for a really long time, and I was like, okay, this is kind of like I felt. Safe in a small group. I, I, I don't like being around a lot of people mm-hmm. normally. So yeah. I knew for a fact that not expecting how I was going to feel going into it, that I did not want to be around a bunch of people. Yeah. I knew that wasn't going to be the right setting for me. So um, just being us and two other people in a small group, I felt like that was the, the time to do it. And then yeah. being in Joshua Tree, because I knew that's one of my favorite places in the world. And I was like, okay, yeah. this, this sounds good. So I had like one piece of the chocolate Mm -hmm. I felt very I was a little disappointed because I had never done it before Mm -hmm. and I was expecting this like crazy thing but obviously I didn't I also took like one little piece right 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 so I was like okay this is not this like magical experience but I felt very high energy and very happy Mm. and i was like i remember i was like dancing around and uh, my boyfriend was actually making fun of me he was like i've never seen you just do this normal (laughs) and i like, yeah because i don't (laughs) and it was a chill night like we watched we watched the, uh, the Rihanna fashion show, the Fenty oh, like, yeah. lingerie oh, so show, yeah. the first one. So okay. we watched that because the girl that we were with was like, this is great to watch when you're like tripping. And I was like, okay, great. Mm-hmm. Lingerie sounds awesome. Yeah. And it was, it was really cool to just watch like all the dances and yeah. everything that was going on. So we watched that for like an hour and then we decided to play Jenga, which is mm-hmm. interesting. I got very shaky and jittery. Mm. Um, That can happen. So, yeah. So, I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. Not the best time to play Jenga. So, that was a little. So, I started (laughs) to get a little bit anxious because of that. So, it was kind of a roller coaster of me, mainly me not knowing what the hell to expect next. Yes. And it changed a lot. So, I think it lasted about four hours. Mm -hmm. And
0: it was why they call it a journey. I know. It definitely is not the same when you do kind no. of go through waves of... Yeah, it
1: was very, um nothing, it was nothing like bad or nothing amazing, but it was definitely like a lot of
0: different steps to it. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. What made you want to get into second, like try psychedelics in the first place? Um, I,
1: I don't know if there was one thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like I had heard a lot about what it can do for anxiety mm-hmm. and so i wanted to give it a shot and yeah. see if i don't know if it would help me a little bit with yeah. with that and so and, and with mushrooms specifically knowing that it's natural i was more inclined to try that i was always very very scared to to take anxiety medication mm-hmm never have, mm-hmm. don't really have an interest in that. So I was trying yeah. to go a more natural route. So I think it was mostly that just trying to see if it would help with that a little bit. And the idea, the way that friends would describe their trips and the whole like feeling more connected and mm-hmm. all of that stuff,
0: that really always appealed to me. So I wanted yeah. to give it a try. It, okay. So I heard two things because I yes. know the trip in some ways kicked it up, but mm-hmm. then also it sounds like free to you to dance and yep. high energy. So Kind of, what was your overall takeaway? Like, could you see the benefits? Could you see what, well, talk, just tell me a little bit <laughs> more about it.
1: Yeah, so it definitely, so like I said, the first time was more like, okay, now I kind of know what to expect. Yeah. It made me want to do more and in yeah. a higher dose, to be honest, because I was like, I feel like this was just a little tip of it and I didn't get to see what it can really do, mm-hmm. Um So it just made me more curious about it, but I felt, I felt good. Like I I just felt good about it. If I felt happy at the end, Mm -hmm. I was like sleepy. It was late at night and it just felt like a a great
0: time. I also, what you were coming back to knowing, right? So like, obviously some of the natural anxiety of the first time was Mm -hmm. understanding just the way it worked, which is why though, I think what was, what sounds to me, like why, why you did it in kind of an appropriate way, which is starting small and then kind of working way up is that you're like, okay, I, you can pinpoint your anxiety is because you just don't know what's next. So it's like, oh, okay, this is the way it works. But knowing you're like, okay, so now I, you didn't like shock your system. Cause I did shock my system <laughs> and I didn't do it for a long time because of it. But then you were able to kind of go in with that, that feeling of, um, wanted to dive in a little deeper now that you had a sense. Yep, for sure. I would definitely recommend that for people too. What was your what was your just your mindset going into it? Like were you nervous? Like what how did you prep for your first um journey? Well, first of all,
1: I'm nervous going into anything ever. <laughs> so yes, I was nervous, but I feel like with everything in my life, I I try to be sure obviously you can never be sure of everything but I try to be like okay this is what I want to do before I move forward with things that I feel like are big decisions yeah so I had thought about I mean this was I'm 33 now this Mm -hmm. was last year so Mm -hmm. it's not like I was like 19 and just going wild I like had thought about this for years and so I was a little nervous but I knew that that's that I wanted to try it and see what it was like Mm -hmm. so that was kind of comforting to just know that it's something that I definitely wanted to do and that I was sure of. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Rad. Have you done acid?
1: I have. How was that? Um, I was even more nervous before that. (laughs) Most people are. So I mentioned before the whole, like the natural aspect of mushrooms, the idea of something that's like made in a lab really scared me. Mm -hmm. Um, So again, really wanted to try it, but was so nervous going into it. And I think it helps that, we did a small dose at first and I was with close friends, a small group again out in Joshua tree. So Mm -hmm. that, that always feels really safe to me being out
0: there. Me too. So I have a feeling that's why everybody goes and trips their face out there. Probably. (laughs) Yeah, probably.
1: So yeah, I just, I I felt a little nervous more than mushrooms, but, um, I knew I wanted to do it. That was like, I don't give into peer pressure really. So Mm -hmm. it was more of like, Me convincing myself, like, you want this. Like, you've been thinking about this. This is something you want to do. And I had to just get over that and do it. And it was awesome.
0: Awesome. (laughs) I I mean, and it helps, too. You're with people that you trust and know. Obviously, it sounds like they've probably did it before if they were the ones getting it for you. So you at least knew what you were taking was probably
1: legit. Right. And, oh, I actually was freaking out a little about that and I was like have you tried this specific batch <laughs> I've totally been there and he was like yeah I get, I get it from my friend I was like I know but have you tried like from this little box have you tried these have you had any like
0: fun or epic stories on whether it's mushrooms or acid
1: yeah so the I think it was like the third time that um we were with that same group and out in Joshua Tree again I think every time it's been in Joshua Tree mm-hmm. and um We were, we took it, like, late afternoon, and I remember we were, like, let's be productive all day because we're not going to be productive all night, and then tomorrow Mm -hmm. we'll just chill. So we all worked all morning until, like, I think we set it for, like, 3 or 4 p.m. Mm. to to take it. So we were working all day, and we were all in this, like, productive mindset of, like, yeah, we all, like, run our businesses and do all this stuff. This is great. Now we can do whatever the hell we want at night because we've done all our shit. So the dream
0: right there so we felt
1: very accomplished by the end of the day which is great great motivator Mm -hmm. (laughs) so um so we took it and then we were just hanging out outside and the sunset was absolutely amazing as it usually is in Joshua Tree and we were kind of just like hiking around we were staying in this big house that was set in the middle of all these giant boulders and we were just walking around and there's no houses that were immediately nearby so you Mm. could Hear all of the stuff, and you can normally hear everything out there anyway, all the different animals, but it felt so enhanced. You could hear like little animals walking around on the ground, you could hear birds in the distance, you could hear like coyotes, you could hear all of this Mm -hmm. stuff, and it was so beautiful and magical and crazy. And it was the first time that I started to get that. And I I remember thinking this and being like, I'm getting it, I'm getting the magical experience, even though I had other experiences before it never got to that level. Mm -hmm. And I remember at one point too, before it got even more intense, we were trying to climb the rocks and jumping around and we were joking around and we were like, I feel like I have no knees. Like (laughs) it just feels very, my legs just feel like one long, like noodle. It just felt very (laughs) soft and like easy. You know what I mean? Like there's just no strain whatsoever on doing whatever we were trying to do, and we were jumping from rock to rock, and I don't know if this is actually what was happening, but it felt like we were doing pretty like dangerous <laughs> dangerous moves, or it was like a like, little wow, tiny I'm hill so
0: athletic. <laughs> I can just imagine, like, because you know, how some, okay, you sometimes you need to take a lot of like mushrooms or something, like you can get weird depth perception. You think you're like running over boulders, It's, like the Matrix style, but it's like little, no, it's, like, it's, like skipping ponds. So
1: I don't, I, I couldn't tell you, but I was like, wow, parkour, like it That's was, so funny. it was. So we were doing that. And I was just thinking to myself, I was like, this is probably dangerous, but it feels awesome. Like, I feel like I can just, there's no way I could fall like that. (laughs) No way. Falling? Absolutely not. Not possible. (laughs) So, so we were doing that and just exploring. And then at one point, this, like, so in Joshua Tree, there's a lot of turkey vultures. Do you know what those are? (laughs) No. (laughs) So they're vultures, but they have like a red... Thingamajig, I don't know. Okay. like the tu- You know, like the turkey neck thingy. Yeah. So they kind of look like turkeys, but they're, they're kind of scary and they're big. I mean, a giant vulture with a turkey neck is a sitch <laughs> yeah. So one of those flew right over us. And I looked up and I felt... So first of all, I felt, before I even saw it, I felt the wind from the wings. Wow. Like, I felt how it. How big was it? Um, I don't know
0: how big they are. I mean... <laughs> Again, it's like a hummingbird, I'm not a, but it felt like a condor.
1: No, it's, it's big, but I don't know. I don't know. I want to guess like this.
0: A vulture? I don't know. I feel like it'd be a lot bigger than that. You felt the wings. I'm not a bird scientist. <laughs> okay, fair. So,
1: I don't know. We can look this up. Okay. But, I might. Um, but it flew right over us, and mm-hmm. I could. I felt like the, the wind from it. It was
0: close. So... <laughs> okay all right like it almost like it almost like nicked you like right when you're coming by and then
1: so I looked up and I saw the wings flapping in slow motion wow yes so I could see it looked like it stopped in midair and I could see the wings slowly like flapping wow and I was just staring up and I was like do you guys see this And everyone's like, "See what?" Oh my god! And I was like, "It stopped. Like it just stopped in midair." And they're like, "No, it didn't." And I was like, "Okay, well, you're wrong
0: (laughs) because it did." Yeah, it definitely. It definitely. That makes more sense that it stopped in midair. Anyway, Um, right.
1: (laughs) So, um, so then it it like goes away, and we we're sitting on top of these boulders, and I could not stop talking about how I was like, "That was crazy." Like I saw that bird, and then my friends are like, kind of making fun of me, being like, "Okay, Becca can talk to birds." now <laughs> and i was like yeah i can and then <laughs> so then probably another bird but in my mindset it was the same turkey vulture uh-huh flies around and there's a boulder directly across from us and it just sits on top of it and is just staring at us and i'm like see like it's it's there you know it's following us could they see it yes okay <laughs> so it was there or we were all having the same vision who knows yeah i am pretty convincing so. <laughs> So, we started joking around, and I don't know how I got to this, but I named it Johnny. I was like, oh, that's Johnny. It's Mm -hmm. our friend Johnny. So, it then, like, flies away, and I think my boyfriend was, like, walking around with his dog, so he comes back at this point, and, or maybe he came after that. Now, I can't remember the order of things anymore. I'm lost. (laughs) But- We're just sitting there and still joking around because nothing crazy has happened, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, guys, it's true. Like, I can talk to birds. Not thinking that I could, actually, but taking advantage of, like, whatever. Who cares? Everyone's tripping. Everyone's tripping. This is the moment. Let me just go (laughs) along with this. So, jokingly, and this is, like, a few minutes later, the bird had left. I'm like, Johnny, Johnny. And then my friend, Sandra, goes, what the fuck is that? And I just look, and it's flying right at us. no. Yes, so it's flying right at us, and it just goes over us, and it leaves, but I start crying. (laughs) In, like, beauty, and, like, happiness? Yes, because I I felt, I'm getting chills. This is so dumb. (laughs) No,
0: you're, by the way, you're speaking my language. Because
1: I felt, like, there's no, to me, there was no other explanation than I just summoned a bird.
0: (laughs) I mean, I'm with you on that. Yeah, like, I was like, I'm Khaleesi, but with birds. yes. (laughs) A turkey vulture. With, <laughs> turkey vulture. Turkey vulture. Can we just say birds? Can we yeah, yeah, yeah. Bird sounds nice. But um
1: yeah, so it was it was to me, I still think of that as like the coolest, most magical thing that I've experienced. And I don't know how real it was, like how close the bird actually was, or like it probably wasn't the same bird, but mm. to me it was at the time. Yeah. And the and And, you know, you kind of time trip a little bit. Yes. So who knows how long after I said Johnny, the bird actually showed up. Right. But but to me, it was like instant. And it was like in the distance. And all of a sudden, it flew right over
0: my head. And it was just insane. I mean, even the fact that, like, Sandra's (laughs) like, what the fuck is that? So it must have been coming fairly close to you guys for you. Yeah. For for her to react like that. Well, she
1: saw it in the distance. And I was like, do you guys see this? And I, like I said, I started crying. And I kept asking everyone if they were seeing it because I thought it was just. I was just seeing things. Yeah. Cause you know, I feel like, and and I think it's this way for everyone, but I feel like before I ever did any drugs, I kind of thought that you, when you get high, you're just going to be in a mindset where you, you don't know what's going on. You're just like, whoa, crazy. But like, I always know that I'm high. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> but oh, I didn't absolutely. expect that before I ever, yeah. I, you know, I was just like, oh, that's it. You have no control of anything that you're doing. Like your mind is just gone. So you always know. So I was like, okay, I know that I'm tripping right now, but is everybody else seeing the yes. same crazy thing? Yes. And I had to confirm a million times. And even after in the day after I kept bringing it up, being like, that happened, right? Yeah.
0: The thing is though, to me, it's like when you're saying like, you don't know like if it was real or whatever, it doesn't really um, matter, it right? Doesn't. It doesn't really matter. Like what was, what was, what is important to you and to me listening to this is that you had an incredible magical experience that you can call upon in nature that, like, this connectivity that you had, this, like, beautiful experience that you remember that you're just, like, that does not happen in, like, your normal waking state, certainly not probably in Hermosa Beach. Yeah. I think that's the biggest point is, like, those beautiful moments. Like, they bring the magic to life. Yeah, for sure. It's great. That's a bomb story. <laughs> that's so good. Have you... Tripped with a... Okay, so you're with your boyfriend. How has it been having psychedelic experiences with him? I think overall good.
1: Mm -hmm. That we're definitely... I think we're very different on Mm -hmm. how we process emotions and how we process how much we need alone time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And I... I always want to be, especially when I'm in a state. I mean, I think the whole reason why I wanted to do that with him there and with our friends there is because I wanted to be surrounded by those people. So at that, the bird story during Mm -hmm. while that was happening, like I said, he was like off with his dogs because the dogs were just wandering around and he was like chasing after them for a lot of the time. And I my friends were all there near me and I felt very much like I was like why is he not here like I'm ex- I'm talking mm. to birds right now
0: <laughs> yeah it's very
1: important it's, you're missing my moment <laughs> yes yes um I do tend to get a little bit like this is about me because I'm talking to birds like, I don't care <laughs> what you're doing but so that it brought that out a bit more and I felt selfishly a little like left behind like it was all about me and I understand that it's not but also also Mm -hmm. it is (laughs) um and but I think we did talk about that that night and and had some other talks around other stuff and so I think we were able to just process everything and be like look this is what I want to be doing and this is what you want to be doing and this doesn't mean that I don't want to do this stuff with you let's just like communicate and try to Mm -hmm. figure it out and and see what works best
0: yeah would you say that those things is that something that in your normal waking state like are they this were you talking about similar things that you would normally be talking about if you had a some kind of a disagreement or that if you weren't
1: um or was it new it was I think it was more new at the time okay I feel like now we talk more about that stuff more openly but yeah I think it was more honest at the time than it was I think it was more honest in that conversation while on psychedelics than it was normally at the time. Yes. Well, but I feel like we got a little better at that. Maybe after that, I never thought of, thought of it that
0: way, but yeah. That's beautiful. I mean, it is known as a, a heart opener when you're on a psychedelic mm-hmm. that it just, I know for myself, like I'm, I'm definitely much more open and loving and I can also see myself easier mm-hmm. at times like especially like if it's my like part in something I'm able to see it easier and it sounds like especially like if it sounds like it resolved beautifully and was was better after like that that allowed you guys to go to maybe like a deeper level on those things yeah love it love it have you had any more difficult experiences on psychedelics uh, nothing
1: too crazy honestly but also I mean I haven't had a ton of mm-hmm. different experiences yeah. I've I think I've I mean, between mushrooms and acid, maybe like five or six times. So Mm -hmm. there's, I will let you know. (laughs) Yes, please (laughs) do. As they happen. Um, follow-up. I think it definitely intensifies all emotions though. So if you start to feel um, like if something happens that makes you think about things that make you upset or whatever it is, you do feel, at least I do, I feel that more intensely or maybe allow myself to feel that more intensely. Yes. But I also feel like. There's so much more clarity in the sense that instead of sitting there being like, I feel so shitty, I'm sitting there being like, why do I feel so shitty? Like, I feel incredibly shitty, but why? But the same applies to the moments that feel good. Mm -hmm. And like I said, one of the first things I said when we started talking was like, it was ups and downs. So, And that's been with every trip. It's like starts really good, there's always something that happens where I'm like, I don't like this. <laughs> and then I'm like, but here's a solution. I just have to whatever it is. And then that's cool. That gets kind
0: of fixed. So, well, it's good that you have the solutions. I think where probably it goes a little south for people's, you know, sometimes we all know thought loops are, uh, can get, can be tough mm-hmm. and they can sometimes be really tough on a psychedelic to get yeah. yourself out of a thought loop. But it sounds like you've got some tools to help navigate you. Was there anything in particular that would be helpful for you when you did kind of get in a a place where you were feeling a little bit low, where it was going south? Like, is there anything that you recall doing that you consciously did to help you get out of that space? I don't think
1: so. I mean, uh, I know, like, the music was a big thing. Mm -hmm. So, in all of these situations, we were always playing music and... In, in a lot of the times we had, like, access to the phone so we could, like, mm-hmm. change it up. So I, I noticed that my mood would kind of fluctuate depending on what was being played. Yes. Mainly, like, if it was something I picked, I was into it. If it wasn't, I was like, who picked this? Right. <laughs> so, so changing that would kind of help stabilize it a little yeah. bit. And then other than that, I think, like, just being able to... I mean, like I said, like my boyfriend was there and my friends were there and I found that if I I kind of went into the experiences expecting to be around those people and anytime I wouldn't, like even if I was just like going to the bathroom, I would start to feel a little weird. I was like, I'm alone. I'm alone. And so going back out to them felt really good. Yeah.
0: Like, oh, they're still here. (laughs) Yeah. I remember when I first started tripping, that was always A challenge too is like the bathroom going alone. I'm like, oh God, oh no, can I do this? Now I trip by myself like pretty often. So I'm like, wow, I've come like just it's just from quantity. Like I've just done it enough. Or now I'm like, I do remember though, the first time I tripped alone, I remember just being like, but like, what's gonna, like, what if you, like, I I don't know. But you know what? (laughs) It was music that I was always like, Kat, you know, you've got tools. Like put on some of your favorite songs that just make you feel good. Like feel good songs. I remember the first time the first time I went to Joshua Tree and did mushrooms, the music, I I literally my trip followed the music. That's why it's so important for whoever's watching or listening to this to Have a playlist ahead of time, actually. So instead of pass the phone, because suddenly he's you know, somebody can put it down and then like it's not the song that you want for whatever reason. Obviously you have to negotiate that with with others. Right. You've got a few, but but just like your speaker. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You're like, not if you I never give you the phone. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But yeah, like I know for myself, if there was like an upbeat song or whatever, like suddenly I was upbeat. And if the song was, like, slow and moody, then, like, suddenly I was, like, slow and moody. I was, like, music is, like, taking me on, like, it's in charge. Yeah. I mean, I think you're just way more open
1: to everything. Like I said, the way you're more open to emotions and experiences and everything, I think, I mean, music is, you know, even not on a trip, it can
0: affect your mood so much. So much. I've been been doing a thing where I I get up every morning and – after I meditate a little bit, I put on three songs that I love. Like, first thing in the morning, and I just dance. And a lot of times, like, depending on, like, if I woke you know, sometimes you wake up and you're not right there yet. Like, your mood, you're just like, how do I feel right now? Have you ever mm-hmm. woken up and you're just like, I, it's not that I'm just tired. I just, I'm, I feel like, eh. right now I'm like, why do I feel like that? Like, I just woke up. Like, nothing has happened yet. Yep. And I'll just, like, put on music in the morning for myself And I'll just like, I know certain songs and I just start to dance and I start to smile and it just changes my whole day. And I'm like, I recommend it to everyone, especially if you're tired, it gets your blood going. Yeah. Pretty cool. That's awesome. Becca, I've had such a lovely time talking to you. Same. What on your, on a kind of a final parting word, if there's, you're new to psychedelics, if you could speak to somebody who's about to embark or is thinking about it, what would you say to them?
1: Don't stress. <laughs> I did a lot of that. And I know sometimes it's hard. And and I think that kind of goes into it a little bit. So if you're stressing beforehand, you're going to go into it with that mindset. And mm-hmm. it takes away from the experience a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I'm not the type of person to be like, Oh, try all these drugs, do all this stuff. But I think with at least with my experience with mushrooms and acid, it's absolutely worth it. It's just an experience like nothing else like you can't experience that by just listening to music or by meditating or doing yoga you're not gonna get the same kind of feeling and the same kind of like view on the world
0: and Mm -hmm. on yourself yeah beautifully said yeah no no matter how bomb that bird story was i know i could (laughs) never truly know it because it was only uniquely your story and i that's that's just the beauty of like this podcast for me is just i wanted to create a space like all these different stories and all these different things and people coming on like yourself and like talking about those cool moments and navigating like the tough times and just understanding that like it's never going to be the same for you, but like as you, but that is like part of the beauty of it Mm -hmm. and like experiencing yourself at like it's at its deepest level, at least that I can certainly let I've, been at I would love to be monk status and like just be tripping in all the time without anything but I'm not there yet what's stopping you (laughs) I'm trying I'm waking up meditating like every day I dance in the morning like I'm just trying to work the vibes like all the way up (laughs) thank you so much again for coming on the show it was so much fun to talk to you and for everyone listening and watching as always Trip on this.